It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Alec Feldman, the podcast from Wizard Radio. We've taken his show, broadcast live on Saturdays between 3 and 5, then cut out the songs, news, and other bits that aren't very interesting, leaving you with about an hour-ish of sweet, juicy content. Mmm, mmm, mmm content. Just one more thing. Don't bother sending in any messages, we'll probably never see them. You may be charged, but your entry won't be counted. Because this isn't live, obviously. It's a podcast. It's already happened. In the past. To get involved, just listen live on Saturdays between 3 and 5 on Wizard Radio Station. I'd like to be able to say you won't regret it, but I can't. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Good afternoon and a very happy World Radio Day to you. It's the day where the world celebrates, you know, how great the radio is. And I'm currently on the radio, so I thought I should mark International Radio Day in some way. It's also the 100th episode of the podcast of this show. So if you're listening on the podcast, this will be the 100th episode. So to celebrate both of those things, I've taken a look back over the last three and a bit years, and I've prepared a countdown. Are you ready? This is a countdown of the top five low points of this show. And then at number five in the top five low points of the show, it's any occasion I've ever got my keyboard out. It never usually ends that well. Number four is the time James Gilmore told a ten-minute story about an ice cream. Number three, the feature I tried to infiltrate Mumsnet, the website. That one got quietly binned after a couple of weeks, I think. Number two, every show I've ever done using my phone instead of a microphone. And in the top spot on number one, it's this time I tried to imitate... The Walmart yodeling kid. I got a feeling called the blues. Oh, Lord. Since my baby said goodbye. I'm not sure what key this is in, by the way. Lord, I don't know what I'll do. All I do is sit inside. Oh, Lord. That last long day, she said goodbye. Well, Lord, I thought I would cry. Happy World Radio Day, one and all. It's Saturday, 
It's 3 o'clock. Now, live from Manchester, Alec Feldman. Wizard Radio, welcome to the best part of Saturday afternoon, because it's, it's the part where I'm on. Hello, Alec Feldman, live. How's it going? Wolf Hoops playing, and before that, Anne-Marie KSI Digital Farm Animals with Don't Play. How's it going? I mentioned uh, about, I don't know, seven minutes ago-ish, uh, that it's World Radio Day. That's that's wonderful news. Um, I also mentioned that if you're listening on the podcast, um, which if you're hearing this at 3.13 on Saturday, I think you're not, it will be the 100th episode of the podcast. I know this because James Gilmore messaged me in the week, the producer of this shambles, who and he said, it's your 100th podcast this week. Uh, so that was very exciting. And he was like, I could probably tell you how many how many shows you've done and I was like oh don't worry about it I'll volunteer to count them myself and I've counted them and today is my 177th show everybody 177 radio shows on a Saturday afternoon over about three and a, a, a bit years three and a half three and a half three and a bit years um uh, now I know that 177 isn't traditionally an anniversary that you really you really celebrate you know, you'd kind of go 150 or 200, or whatever. but um, because it's February and I'm kind of bored and I feel like it, let's have an 177. I can't even say it. An 177th show extravaganza. The messages have already been rolling in um, to celebrate the 177th show, including one from the Pope. He did tweet earlier on. He said, um, "Alec has this beautiful trait." He carries the word to the most distant places. Hashtag World Radio Day. That is from, you know, the official Pope account um, at Pontifex. His Holiness is a big fan of the show. If you don't believe me, um, you can go and look on our Wizard Radio Twitter because there's, there's photographic evidence that this tweet is real. So there you go. Happy 177th show extravaganza to you all. Thank you so much for listening. To celebrate the 177th show... I should really stop trying to make this happen. Um, I would like to talk name twins. I would like to talk chocolate. I would like to talk Taylor Swift plus fakery as well. And after 4pm, I would like to bring you all of the most important GB news, which is a very special type of news. I will tell all about 25 past four if you're still around then. And if not, like I said, there's 100 episodes of a podcast you can listen to if you miss any of the live show. Also on the way before 5pm, a 60 second guide. We'll play What's Going On. And music is playing very, very soon from Cardi B and Daya and Ariana Grande. Uh, But first, though, let's discuss the best and the worst things in the world this week. Like I I say every week, I'm a very fickle person. My my likes, my interests, my obsessions, they change on a sort of seven-daily basis. So just to keep track of where I'm at, what I'm loving this week, I just let you all know. The worst thing in the world this week... I mean, this is this is really quite terrible as a thing. So it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. I mean, that is not the terrible thing, although capitalist sham. It's an MP, though, a member of parliament in the UK called Tom Tugendhat. Guess which party he belongs to. Yeah, of course. Um, and he's tweeted this really bizarre thing. So he's, he's got a four-year-old daughter who has received a Valentine's Day card. You know, it's kind of young, but it's cute, I guess. Just, like, nice nice friends giving it as a thing at school or nursery as a nice way of showing appreciation to your friends. That's that's lovely. Um, but how 
Tom Tugendhat, the MP, has responded to his four-year-old daughter being given a Valentine's Day card. Um, he, he's threatened to shoot the sender with a machine gun. Essentially, that's not a joke. I again, this is this is all happening on on Twitter, you know, not the real world. But he's, he's tweeted this thing. He said, uh, "This photograph is for for Lewis. You know who you are." And it's a picture of him in an army costume holding a machine gun and and grinning. Um, so what what do we make of that? What do we take from that? That he's taken a really cute gesture and made it weird and horrible and threatened a four-year-old. What are you doing, man? These people run the country and here he is threatening a four-year-old whilst dressed up as a soldier. I'm assuming he was a soldier in a former career because otherwise that would be quite a concerning photo but anyway that is the absolute worst thing in the world this week an mp threatening to to shoot a child with a machine gun there we go the world is a weird place however it's not all bad there are a number of rays of light in the world which include something i've bought this week that is very long and lots of fun i've bought a 20 meter ethernet cable what a great purchase because my Wi-Fi, it's alright, but could do with being better, especially with all the like video calls and stuff that you're doing at the moment. So I've bought a cable, a really long cable, so I can plug my laptop into the Wi-Fi router that's in another room. It's really, really long. Like, as soon as I unwrapped it, basically, it got tangled. I, I don't really know what I'm going to do with it, but it's good. It's good fun. And it's really, really long. And so that's that's good. Now I can have really fast internet. And the other best thing in the world this week, Tracy Beaker's back on the TV. I've seen so many people talking about this. I haven't watched it yet. It was on CBBC yesterday at 5pm. But it's Tracy Beaker as a grown-up. I haven't got there yet, but I will. I'll watch it tonight, I think. I'm so happy. I love a bit of Tracy Beaker. Classic show from my childhood. And she's, she's still going. She's still, Daddy Harmer is still playing the part of Tracy Beaker at the age of 32 or whatever she is. And I'm so here for it. I can't wait to watch it. So that is the best and worst things in the world this week. We can now continue with the show. And next, a new story that could be a film. I'll tell you more after Cardi B. This is Up. Cardi B and Up. It's Wizard Radio. Good afternoon. I'm Alec Feldman. How's it going? I've read this news story today. And I genuinely think it could be made into a film. It is fascinating. It's like a a really high stakes, sort of high intensity mission, basically. I think it's I think it's excellent. It's about it's about police. It's about aeroplanes. And I want to tell you about it. I feel like it does deserve to be its own movie or Netflix series or something. And it took place in Heathrow. I read it so. Nottinghamshire Police. They were investigating a report given by a woman on Thursday that their child had been had been taken by a man, which is a, a really horrible thing to have to experience. And the police officers they were like investigating, they used you know all of their sources, they used cameras. They used trackers. They used every piece of information available to try and work out where this person had taken her daughter. It was it was the kind of thing. It wasn't like a total stranger. It wasn't a random kidnapping. It was someone who knew them, but he was trying to take the child away. 
and the police were not having that. And so they had all this this data, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get him, we're gonna get him." But then they realised that he was driving to the airport. He was going to Heathrow Airport. They used their intelligence to find out he was booked on a flight to Bucharest, which I think is in Romania. And they were going to leave the country. They were going to escape to halfway across Europe. And the police were not going to let this happen. But they knew that they had to They had to be quick. They had to get there in time. And so, obviously, this is like Nottinghamshire. Nottinghamshire is in like the East Midlands. Heathrow is obviously in southeast, southwest, sorry, London. And so it was, it was literally a race against time. That's what the, the sort of the leader of the investigation said. It's a race against the clock. They had to get all the way down from Nottingham to Heathrow Airport. Then once they're at the airport, they need to, you know, get into the airport and work out exactly where, where this flight is going to be with this person that they're trying to apprehend and get the child back. And they were, they were racing down there. I can just imagine them racing through the terminal, trying to find out, like, where the flight was departing from, which gate, all that stuff. Um, meanwhile, on the plane, they're, they're sat there in their seats. The uh, the doors are closed. Every The cab, what is it, cabin check doors to manual. All that stuff. They pull back from the little arm at the airport. The plane starts making its way around all the little bits of airfield to get to the runway. It's doing all that stuff, and the police are, like, frantically running through the airport trying to get it stopped. And, I mean, just imagine the, the tension, the stakes on this. And literally, as the plane was, like, taxiing, it was about to hit the runway. It was about to take off, go off to Bucharest, and taking with it this child that had been taken when they shouldn't have been. The police managed to get there and stop the plane. Literally, at the last second, they got there. They apprehended the plane, they arrested this man, they got the child back. And I, I was just thinking, wow, you know, as much as it's probably quite an unpleasant news story, what a mission. The stakes on that, imagine being one of those police officers. Like, going home at the end of that day to your to kind of be oh man, you won't, you won't believe what I did at work today. We we literally stopped a plane moments before it was about to take off. That'd be that would be pretty badass if you were the policeman. And you, you were the one that got to go, stop the plane, stop the takeoff, stop everything. All that, I mean, you know, what a, what a thrill in a weird kind of way. So listen, I think, I think this, this could be a movie. Tom Cruise could be it. It could be like a Mission Impossible type thing or a, a Netflix series. I want to see a dramatization of what happened at Heathrow Airport this week because what a story. What a story. Right, I've had a, a friend request of someone. On Facebook, I want to tell you who it was after this from Daya, Bad Girl on Wizard Radio. Girl, right? It's Alex Feldman. Ariana Grande and them coming up in a minute. Um, now, going back a couple of years ago, I think it was this this kind of time of year, from what I remember, I was kind of bored and I decided I'd just sort of check out, you know, the internet and try and find all of the other Alec Feldmans in the world and try and befriend them. And so I did that. We had mixed results. I think one of them has blocked me on Twitter. Um, as far as I'm aware, I'm still blocked. Um, and then a couple of them, a couple of them accepted my follow request. I think one of them followed me back, and one of them didn't but accepted. And then there was another one that just completely ignored me, which is rude. So a mixed success rate with reaching out to my fellow Alec Feldman brethren, who are scattered all around the world. Um, 
and then I mean nothing's really came come of it since then. I, I thought maybe I'd try and like you know reach out and have a chat, but I never I never got around to it, and they never reached out either. So it's just been kind of that's how it's been. You know, occasionally me and the only other Alec Feldman that followed me back like each other's pictures, and that's that's that. But then something quite exciting happened this week. Um, very unexpected. It wasn't on Instagram this time. It was on Facebook, and I got a friend request. And it said, Alec Feldman has added you on Facebook. And that is a very entertaining notification to get. I was delighted to get it. And of course I accepted. Um, so now I, I am Facebook friends with Alec Feldman. Does Facebook still have that thing where if you go on it on the website, at the side where all the like the chats are, it tells you what everybody else has been like liking and doing. I don't think it does, does it? It's a shame. It would have it would have looked good for all, all of my many Facebook friends to be able to see. Oh, look. Alec Feldman and Alec Feldman are now friends, uh, but but um, I'm getting distracted. Me and Alec Feldman are now Facebook friends, and I was like, oh my god, is there is there another Alec Feldman? And I have done some investigations, and the Alec Feldman that added me on Facebook is actually the same Alec Feldman that I that like we follow each other on Instagram. Unfortunately, um, it's not a new Alec Feldman that I've uncovered. Um, this this Alec Feldman they live in Kansas. They got engaged last year. Um, they they did lots of like public posting of their engagement and photos and it was all I was all a bit like mm-hmm, okay it's not what this Alec Feldman would do but you you live your best Alec Feldman life Alec Feldman if that's how you wanna wanna do that kind of thing fine I'm a bit more low key but all right fine um, so it's the same one but you know now we follow each other back on Instagram and we're Facebook friends so that's happy times I I've reached out this time I was like I'm not gonna miss this opportunity again so I have reached out. To Alec Feldman, I've messaged him. I said, "All right, are you one of the ones I follow on Instagram?" This was before I worked out that it is. Um, that was it. It was only about two hours ago, actually, and uh, no reply so far. But um, according to Google, it's only like 8 a.m. in Kansas where this Alec Feldman is. So I'm hopeful. Here's here's best case scenario. Um, hopefully. I'll be able to, you know, establish a friendship with Alec Feldman and then one day go to stay with him if I ever want to go visit Kansas. I mean, I don't have any current plans to, but may- maybe one day. Or, you know, maybe failing that, get him on the show and find out what his life is like. You know, when Alec Feldman met Alec Feldman. Is that interesting to anybody other than people called Alec Feldman? I don't know, but I'm hoping that, you know, a, a friendship can flourish from my namesake adding me on Facebook. I'm, I'm very hopeful. And I know this is a bit of a, a niche one, but there's lots of people who are bored at the moment, right? Because there's there's nothing to do. So it's probably... I don't know. I don't know if we'll get anything on this. It's probably a fairly reasonable assumption to say that at some point there will be at least one person who is listening to this right now. One of you will have got bored and searched for people with the same name as you on, on Facebook or Instagram and tried to reach out. Uh, maybe, maybe this isn't the thing lots of people do. Maybe it's just, just me. But... I want to know what sort of interactions you've had with your name twins. Has it sort of sparked a beautiful friendship? Have they ignored you and blocked you like one of my namesakes? What's going on? What's the deal? Have you ever reached out to the person who's got the exact same name as you, or even, you know, a vaguely similar name, just to see what their life is like and what's happened? Like I said, I don't know if anybody will have done this, so if you are the, the one person listening right now who actually has, Please tell me the story because I might get nothing. I might just be, be stood here in sort of 10 minutes going, nah, nobody, nobody did it. So 
let me know on this number 07807 183 538 that is my my personal phone number no it's it's not but but that's how you can get in touch with me you can email as well station at wizardradio.co.uk or on twitter instagram we are at wizradio when have you ever had an interaction with the person who has the exact same name as you what happened tell me all um and hopefully we'll find out whether anyone is actually as as odd as me and does this after ariana grande and femme Live from a slightly funny-smelling basement in Manchester, this is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. And Ian Dior of uh, Mood fame. That's Honest and Ariana Grande's remix 34 plus 35. Before that, hi, Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio, talking about my new friend, potentially, Alec Feldman. I've been reaching out to my namesakes again. I did this a couple of years ago, didn't really get very far, but I'm hopeful. Alec Feldman, the, the other one, sent me a, a friend request on Facebook this week. So hopefully this can now be the start of a, a, a beautiful friendship. Um, and uh, I just wanted to know whether anyone else has ever, ever tried to reach out, I suppose, to people who have the same name as you and what came of it. Now, I said I don't know whether anyone will have actually done this. Um, we actually have had some messages which is very reassuring so that that's good i'm not going to crash and burn here including one from Aaliyah, who says the last time you talked about this on the show alec i don't remember how long ago it must have been i decided to do it too wow i'm an influencer uh, she says i found all of my name twins on facebook i think there was like five or six of them i added everybody in a group chat so we could all become friends uh, i found out that doing it in a group chat was a really bad decision because not only did nobody reply, it turned out I got blocked by all of them <laughs> because nobody likes a group chat. So all of my name twins are actually really mean and I don't know how that makes me feel. Oh man, Alia, I'm sorry. I I feel partially responsible for this rejection. You, you did say you were inspired by me talking about this. When, this must have been like two years ago. But... I'm so sorry that your name twins didn't live up to expectation. That's that's really sad. Why didn't they want to be friends? I'm genuinely, I'm hurt. I am personally offended on your behalf that all of the other Alia surname in the world are chose to reject you. I mean, this that just feels unlikely. Out of five or six people who have the same name, not a single one replied in your group chat. How boring must they be? Just think about like how uninteresting their lives must be that when something like this happens, they just go, oh, why have they done that? I don't want to talk to them. You don't need them. You're better off without them. Screw them. You are officially the best person in the world with your name. And you can now say this is a fact because all the other ones are too boring to reply to your group chat. That is a great idea. And I'm saddened, saddened and hurt by the fact that it, it did crash and burn. But at least you're the nicest out of a lot of them. Jamie says, I've been DM'd on Instagram by my name twin once. The weird thing is, though, because my name can be a boy's name or a girl's name, they were a girl, Jamie, and I'm a boy, Jamie, which is quite weird. At first, I didn't think it was real. I thought someone had just changed their name as a talking point or something. But then I had to remind myself that nobody has ever slid into my DMs before, so it probably wasn't that. We actually had quite a nice conversation, but it turned out the only thing we had in common was our name. We didn't agree on much at all, which is a shame. Wow. 
Imagine, imagine if that had led to something. If you had more in common, just think about the wedding. I now pronounce you Jamie and Jamie. It would have been beautiful. Bring tears to your eyes. Um, yeah. What was it? I was going to say something about that. What was it? I mean, why would why would anybody change their name to match your name as a talking point? Is that is that the latest in like dating secrets? The best advice you can give to someone is when you're sliding in someone's DMs, change your name so you have the same name, so that that's a talking point. We can be like, oh, well, we have the same name even though you, you don't. Yeah, I think they they definitely were the real deal. But I want to know, Jamie, what was it that boy Jamie and girl Jamie didn't agree on? Was it like the hot political issues of the day? Was girl Jamie a Trump supporter? Or something like that? Is she an anti-vaxxer? If so, disappointing. That That's the general theme I'm getting here, actually. It is just trying to talk to the people who have the same name as you is just disappointing. Um, I'm sad about that. I feel like it should be a beautiful moment in a person's life when they reach out to the person they share a name with. But actually, by the sounds of things, it only ends in underwhelming disappointment. But, oh, well, let's see if Aaron's story can can bring it back. He says, I had a bit of an upsetting experience a few years ago. <laughs> Damn it, Aaron. We're trying, to, we're trying to get, like, a satisfying, happy ending here. And all we're finding is that every time this happens, it just it doesn't go well. I was looking for people with the same name as me, he says. I came across a Facebook group filled with only people who have the exact same name as me to be honest i do have quite a common name but i was still very surprised this is when the story gets a bit sad it was a private group i had to request uh, to become a member which i thought would have been very easy because i have the same name as them when i clicked to join the group there were questions i had to answer that got sent to the admin and then the admin would would add me in based on the answers to those questions guess what i got a message saying my request had been declined. I got turned away from a Facebook group where the only entry requirement is to have my name. This is outrageous. Is there someone we can file an appeal with, Aaron? Who's who's doing this? Why? <laughs> what did they decide about? What was it about your answers that they were like, no, no, we don't want this one. He's a wrong and let's not, let's not let him in. What could possibly have been the reason you weren't let into this group? A very disappointing story. Well, I'll be honest. I know I was talking about me and the other Alec Feldman, you know, becoming friends and getting him on the show and, you know, going to stay with him in Kansas if I ever happen to be around that part of the world. But you know what? I, Based on the stories you've just told me, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> you've really burst my bubble there. Um, I think it'll, it'll just end in sadness and disappointment. What a shame. Oh, well. Okay, I'm over it now. This is Lil Huddy, 21st Century Vampire on Wizard Radio. Doja Cat and Streets on Wizard Radio. It's Alec Feldman. I tell you what, um, I know this is the the 177th show extravaganza, but uh, let's just we'll pretend that 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 the the link about the chocolate. Forget forget about that one. That one wasn't very good, but this will be. Let's let's bring the quality of the 177th show extravaganza back up with another edition of this. What's going on? It's time for What's Going On, where I play you some very confusing audio. It's just it's generally just kind of noise. Nobody really says much. It's completely taken out of context. And I want you to use your best 
investigative deduction skills, your imagination skills, just to try and work out what is actually happening in this little clip that I'm going to play you. Um, it's very simple. You just have to tell me what is happening. It can be what you think is actually happening or failing that your wildest guess about what it might be. That's how it goes. And when, when you've had a think about something, 07807 183538, that is the number. Without further ado, let's hear today's piece of completely ripped from context. I wouldn't say music, audio. Right, okay. That's like, it's like there's there's music. It sounds like sort of music, but at the same time, it's not like any music I've ever heard before. I wouldn't say it's good music. It sounds a bit naff. And there's also, the other thing that's kind of weird about that is there's like a, a tapping, almost. But, but what do you think is actually happening in that little 15 second clip I just played you? Let's hear it again. Get your thinking caps on, use your ma imagination, I don't know, and deduction skills to work out what on earth is going on here. What a banger. Not quite. So what what is happening there? What's with the music? What's with the tapping and the the music being terrible? If you think you've got a rough idea about what that could possibly be, then send me a text right now. 07807 183538. Or if you want to get me on, on the emails, station at wizardradio.co.uk. And on Twitter, on Instagram, at wizardradio is where you will find us. What on earth is happening in that clip? We'll find out just before 5pm in what's going on. Coming up next, we will play in the next 15 minutes that new version of Love Story by Taylor Swift. Also, Eric Pridd's Silk City on the way. And now it's four o'clock, so let's have some news. I, the voiceover guy, have been paid a small one-off fee to let you know that you're listening to Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Wizard Radio, I really like that song. It's by Eric Pridd's off of Call On Me ages ago. It's called Nopus tune. And before that, Silk City, Ellie Golding, New Love, which is also a tune. Hi, it's Alec on Wizard Radio. Megan the Stallion is on the way. So is that new Jason Derulo, Adam Levine song. And next, I'm going to play you Taylor Swift and Love Story, which is very exciting. And you might be sat there going, why? Why are you going to play like a 13-year-old song? And the reason, if this has somehow passed you by, she's re-recording all of her songs. It's all very, very bitter. There's lots of dispute involved. I don't fully understand the, the legalities of it all, but basically, Taylor Swift doesn't own the rights to a lot of her recordings anymore. Somebody else does. Scooter Braun bought them. He then sold them on. Taylor Swift doesn't like Scooter Braun. Um, Scooter Braun sold them on, but still will make money every time it gets used or something. So what she's done is re-recording. Well, she's currently in the process of re-recording all of her old albums so that she can own the recordings again. And she's been doing this for a while, and she released to the world the first re-recorded song yesterday. The first time. And everybody has an opinion on it, because everybody has an opinion about everything, you know, how it is. Um, and 
she did Love Stories, the first song to release to the world, because I think that was her debut single back in like 2008 or so. Um, and, you know, I have heard it and I think, yeah, it's good. It does sound very similar. But there are some people, I would call them music snobs probably, and they're the ones going, oh, oh, this new version, oh, no, it's rubbish. Can't believe she's ruined the song like that. She's completely spoiled it, um, as people tend to be. But I, I sort of don't believe them. I think they're being they're being picky on purpose. To be completely honest, I think they might be making it up. Because I've listened to the old version. I've listened to the new version. To my ears, they are almost exactly the same. I think it's very hard to tell the difference. I think maybe if you're listening out for difference, then you will possibly find them. But if you just hear it in isolation, I don't think it would be possible to tell whether you're hearing the old version or the new version. And therefore, everybody who says the new version is rubbish is essentially lying. Now, to put this theory to the test, let's bring in the world's biggest Taylor Swift superfan. It's James Gilmore. That might be overstepping the mark a bit, but hi. Hello. Welcome. What are your thoughts on re-recorded um, Love Story? Let's not, let's not go through that. Okay, well, to prove the point I'm trying to make, which is that I don't think anyone can genuinely tell the difference between the two versions, mm-hmm. I've got five clips from the Taylor Swift song, Love Story. Some of them are from the re-recorded 2021 version, aka Taylor's version, and some of them are from the original recording. And I'm going to play a little section in isolation, you have to tell me whether it's old or new. This is like spot the difference almost. Okay. So let's let's have a listen to the first one and you can tell me whether it's from the original or the re-recording. Okay. I think I know. Just a little bit of intro there. What do you think that is from? The original. You think that's the original? Yeah. Do you really though, or are you just? I, you just no, I, I think it is from the original. Okay, you are you are correct. That is Woo! the original version. That's the intro from the 2008 recording of Love Story. But what about this this second clip in our game of Spot the Difference? Okay. You don't get a chorus. You just get a build up. That's difficult because in the re-recording, Taylor has somehow made her voice exactly the same as how it was in the original recordings. Hormones. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's almost like she's been putting on an accent all these years because she's <laughs> she got back to it very quickly. Um, I'm going to say that's the new version. You're convinced that's the new version? Only because I think the instruments sound more clear on that, and they are clearer on the new version than on the old version. Well, I can tell you you're talking utter rubbish because that's also from the original. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> uh, you see, I got you. I got you. <clears throat> this is hard. Now, for the third clip, is this from the original version of Love Story or the 2021 Taylor's version? Get That's full so difficult. That is 
so my gut is to say that that is the original. Are That's you sticking my with that? Gut. Um, yeah, I'm saying original. It's the new one. No! I knew it. I oh. knew. I know. You cannot tell the difference between the new and the old. People are just nitpicking. Oh, that's so hard. They're trying to find problems to... where they don't exist. Okay, well, my problem is the fact that she has re-recorded -re -re a song that sounds identical to the old song. That's a problem to me. But anyway, all right. Okay. Do you have any more? I've got two more. Okay. Um, so far, you've only got one of these correct, which very much proves my point. But what about what about this? You get a little bit. God, that's really hard. Oh, I mean, it's a 50-50 chance, isn't it? Uh, literally. Can I play it again? Yeah, yeah, go on then. All right, let me hear it again. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to say it's the old version. On this one, you are correct. That is the original key change chorus. Okay. And right, just so a I'm little bit... Two out, of, oh, sorry, two out of four so far. Two out of four. That's... It's all right, but... I'll give you... I'll give you the very end of the song. And I think then we'll try and work out whether or not people who say they're different are talking nonsense. All right. Oh, can I do that again, please? Can I yeah, yeah, go on. All right. Replay. That's new version. That is new version, but I I think that 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 specific line might be slightly different, just on the on the, like the timing. I and the me, way the words blend in. It's actually more two things. You mm -hmm. can hear her voice is a bit more mature. In that version, like, it sounds about 13 years older. <laughs> and her voice has changed. But also, and I was watching a TikTok video about this yesterday, her longer notes in this re-recording, like, at the very end there when she says, you. They're a bit yeah. shorter. She cuts them oh. off shorter than in the original version. There's quite a lot of examples of this. And I think in the original she holds that note out longer i seem to remember and in this i just felt like she cut it off quite short okay so there are there are some very very subtle tells but given that you did think one of those was the original when it was the new one and one of them was the new one when it was the original by and large nobody can genuinely tell the difference between the um, two and they're i just disagree i think people like me more the statistics would suggest that more often than not I can tell the difference. <laughs> so, Statistically, okay. more often than <laughs> not, I could tell the difference. I think we might need a bigger sample size on this, but you know what? Let's stop talking about it. Let's actually play the song. This is Taylor Swift and Love Story, but is it the old version or the new version? Who knows? It's the new version. Wizard Radio. It's Wizard Radio, and that was Taylor Swift, Love Story, brackets, the ta Taylor's version, the new one. Um, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe just that... That last note maybe sounds a bit different. But apart from that, you can't tell. Nobody can really tell. Anyway, it's Alec on Wizard Radio. Good afternoon. Megan The Stallion coming up. Jason Derulo coming up. 
Um, but first, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I've been reading about, you know how the UK from next week are starting to like force people into quarantine hotels if you're arriving from outside the country because you know they're scared of all these new um uh, mutations of covid spreading and sort of arriving into the country on planes and they've been so scared that they've waited two weeks to do anything about it so this is kind of the last weekend where you can sort of get in without having to quarantine and at the moment you can get in if you've got like a certificate i think that say you've got a negative COVID-19 test and that's when they'll be like okay cool come on in it's all good but people are faking them up to a thousand people every day are getting caught using like fake negative test certificates to say they haven't got COVID right and you know this is pretty sneaky pretty poor behavior but it did remind me of of something a little chapter of my school life that is actually quite similar all these people they're faking their like negative test certificates to get into the country when i was in year 12 our school decided they were going to like crack down on uniform but actually it might have been year 13 either way they were going to like crack down on the uniform policy it was sixth form so you didn't have to wear uniform but you still had to like meet certain standards of presentation and people weren't always following the rules to the letter and so the school was like right as your punishment you're not allowed out at lunchtime or at the end of the day earlier than, you know, 3.45. Unless we inspect your uniform every day and you get a pass that says you can leave. And they did this every day. And, and you know, it started out all right. They got, you know, uniform improvements. People got passes if their uniform was fine. That was all good. But then they they noticed something. They noticed that actually quite a lot of people whose uniform wasn't up to scratch were still ending up with these passes. And actually, there, there did seem to be an awful lot of these exit passes, more than they ever remembered printing. And they worked out that what had happened is that people had started faking them. Somebody, or possibly multiple people, although I know the identity of at least one, had started making fake exit passes that looked exactly like the real ones. like identical and distributing them just to sort of get over the system they weren't even like charging money for them they were literally just making them for the good of good of society and the school kind of worked that one out and they were like okay well we need to we need to do something here we need to make it unpredictable because these are all currently pink so what we're going to start doing every day is make the passes a different color and that way the, the fraudsters, they won't be able to keep up because we'll change the colour every day. They won't be able to make new ones before we've, like, changed the colour again. And so they started doing that. But the fakes still kept getting distributed. And the school was like, what? What's going on? How is this happening? How are people managing to get these fake exit passes? And it turned out, and I only know this because I know the guy who was doing it. He had a man on the inside. He was friends with the person who worked in the photocopy room and, like, the, the printing room where these passes were getting printed every day and he was being tipped off on what the colour was going to be and then he was able to like go out and buy the right I don't know if he went out and bought the right coloured paper or whether he was literally just given the paper to print at home for the week um, either way it was I mean it was scandalous at the time it was very clever a really, a really clever act of organised crime I suppose fraud but for the greater good 
and reading this story about the the fake covid certificates reminded me of of this person so much love and respect to the anonymous person friend of mine who was making these fake exit passes although i should add i probably that you know faking a covid negative test is actually much worse much more dangerous than leaving the school even though your skirt is above your knee but there we there we go this is what it reminded me of coming up next i need to tell you about a new news channel and even a new type of news how exciting we go highbrow after megan the stallion and crybaby megan the stallion and baby on wizard radio that's crybaby it's alec feldman hi uh, Jason Derulo playing in a sec, Rihanna Maria, Sam Fisher, all on the way in the next 15 minutes or so. But let's talk news. Let's get serious. Because there's a new news channel that's going to be launched on the TV in the UK. They're calling it GB News. And um, it's, it's pretty controversial, actually, because basically people are saying it's going to be like a British version of Fox News. And I don't know if you've had the fortune, misfortune to have seen Fox News at any point in the last four or five years but uh, that's that's not pretty you don't want to be going down that road in the uk it will be terrible um i I dread to see where it ends up um and well i say that but i I don't know i feel like it won't end up like fox news in the uk as much as that's what it's being sort of spun as i think you know there are rules you have to follow all that kind of stuff and i actually i want to give it a fair chance i don't believe in judging a a TV news channel before I've watched it and so I think instead of you know criticizing them I've seen lots of people on my uh, social media this week sort of lobbying companies to not advertise on GB news I'm gonna give it a fair chance let's give it a helping hand actually I think they need to be tipped off on some stories that they can investigate because what they want to do basically they're saying they want to be like an alternative to the mainstream media they'll cover the stories that the other channels won't touch They'll talk about the important issues, the controversies. They won't be afraid for debate. You know, all this kind of stuff. None of that wokeness, just facts and investigation. That's what they're promising. And that's what you get on GB News. So listen, to, to help them out in their endeavour to um, to shake up journalism, oh God, um, I think we should give them some stories. What controversial news is happening in your world? Is there anything scandalous? Is there anything that's being ignored by the mainstream media that is happening? I want to hear about it right now. For example, I think we should stage a full investigation into why there's been no parsley in the supermarket for the last, like, three weeks. Where's it gone? What's happened? Is there a conspiracy? Is there a cover-up? I think this needs to be investigated. If you've got any other hot, important topics like that that should be debated, that should be investigated... I think we need to hear about it right now. Let's give some stories to GB News for when they launch. 07807 183 538. This is news like you've ever never heard it before. This is GB News. Um, station at wizardradio.co.uk with your tip-offs or on Twitter at wizradio. What's happening? What is the mainstream media ignoring in your world, in your life? We need to hear about it. We need to investigate because that's what GB News is all about. None of this mainstream media rubbish. So if you think you've got you've got an underreported story, send it my way and we'll investigate further. Thank you. Coming up, I'm going to play you Rihanna Maria and also Jason Derulo. And that Jason Derulo new song is with Adam Levine. 
and I think it would be good if we got to know Adam Levine a bit better. And so I've done done lots of reading about Adam Levine, and I've I've talked to lots of sources because you know I'm an investigative journalist now, and I've put together 60 seconds worth of very important information about Adam Levine. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. Adam Levine is a five-time winner of the World's Sexiest Man Award. But more importantly than that, he's a really lovely boy. He's, he's good to his mum. He always shows up to all the family gatherings to be embraced by relatives who don't know his name. They tell him how much he's grown and other such important things. He'll diligently sing songs at these gal- gatherings for his elderly relatives. Even though they've never actually heard any of them before and they, they just kind of think it all sounds the same. They then proceed to try and set him up with the granddaughters of their friends from the bridge club. Uh, for tolering, tolerating all of that and more, Adam is the definition of a, re- a really lovely boy. He's the only member of Maroon 5 that anyone can, can actually name, and resultantly he's the one that Jason Derulo's chosen for this collaboration. This song was actually intended to be a collaboration with the full band, but Jason couldn't remember the rest of their names, and he felt too embarrassed to ask, so he just went with Adam instead, and that is Adam Levine in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Come and join the fun from a safe distance. Rihanna Maria and So Pretty. This is Wizard Radio. My name is Alec Feldman. Sam Fisher is coming up. New song with Demi Lovato. The Kid Leroy is coming up. Mars Mikulski at five o'clock. But first, let's go highbrow. When they go low, we go highbrow. It is time to talk about GB News. It's this new news channel that they're launching on the telly. And um, it's supposed to be, you know, like an alternative to BBC and Sky and Channel 4 because they're they're all too liberal and lefty and woke. But not GB News. Oh, no. GB News is just going to be facts and debate and scandal and controversy and proper investigation. You know what journalism should be for all the the forgotten left behind people in this country fed up with the mainstream media gb news is going to be here for them uh, some people are saying it's going to be like a, a british version of fox news but you know what i think let's let's give it a go let's at least try it out first let's help them get off to a good start so i just want to know what controversy or scandal or mystery or tragedy any kind of important underreported news that's being ignored by everybody else I just want some tip-offs so that we can get it on gb news so that they can do exactly what they say they're going to try and do. And Yasmin has texted me. Thank you very much for your message, Yasmin. She says, I think GB News needs to investigate why there is a constant helium shortage in the UK. I don't know whether you've seen this, Alec, but whenever I go to the balloon area in the supermarket for birthday balloons as such, they're always out of helium. And people quote the helium shortage. How are we running out of helium? Where is it going? That is a very important question, Yasmin. I think something something dodgy is going on here. Who's taking all the helium? Who's hiding it? Is it immigrants? Are immigrants stealing our helium? We need to investigate further on GB News. I'll pass that on to them. Thank you very much. Um, could it be? I mean, just, this is an interesting question. I didn't know there was a helium shortage. Is it just because, like, you know when you, you fill up a balloon with helium and then you let it go and it just, just flies away? Is the helium just flying away? Is that the problem? Maybe. It could be. I don't know. But you've got to keep all options open at this time. But I think, yeah, I would definitely like to see 
a news report on this or maybe even an episode of like Panorama or whatever the, the GB News equivalent of that will be. Mm, a very, very good topic, Yasmin. Thank you for bringing it to all of our attention. So now we are aware of the helium shortage, the real issues affecting people in this country right now. Josh says, how about we investigate what's going on with WH Smith? How have Topshop, Topman, Debenhams, loads of other big name high street stores have to shut down? And yet WH Smith is still open in business. I never see anyone in WH Smith apart from in the airport. But nobody is travelling at the moment. How is the place still open? Yeah, that's a good question. Does warrant investigation? Are they up to something dodgy? Is anything improper happening? Or are they just completely reliant on their overpriced airport shops as a business model? I did read about this a while ago. And actually, uh, the answer is yes. That's why. The reason all the like High Street WH Smiths are really tatty and unloved is because they don't really matter. They make all their money in like, the airports and the petrol stations and that kind of service station, you know, all of them. So, I mean, that's the answer. But nonetheless, I think some, some reporting, good, honest, proper, non-woke reporting on WH Smith is very necessary. So thank you, Josh, for bringing this to my attention. Sam says... Can we investigate on GB News what is happening with Stephen Mulhern? He's been on my TV for the majority of my life, yet he's literally never aged. He's always the same age. He doesn't have a single wrinkle. What's happening? I have similar questions about Anton Deck. I have a conspiracy theory. I think celebrities are killing people and using their bone marrow to stay young. Mmm. Well, like I said... GB News is all about these underreported stories. Yes, some people might call that a conspiracy theory, Sam. That, you know, Anton Deck and Stephen Mulhern and other young-looking celebrities who have been around for ages are just stealing the bone marrow of people. Other news organisations wouldn't touch that. But GB News, oh yeah, that's the real story that matters to the working people of this country. Stupid mainstream, woke, lefty, liberal media, they wouldn't talk about that, but we will. A very important investigation that absolutely should be done. Thank you very much, Sam. I'll contact my investigative journalists and get them to follow Anton Deck around to see where it is they're getting all this youthful bone marrow. Um, just on an unrelated note, Stephen Mulhern, I, I feel like he he warrants sort of his own investigation for crimes against TV. I, I don't I don't get him. What's the, what's the point? Why why does he exist? But anyway, sorry, that's that's irrelevant. But again, the kind of opinion that you can express without fear on GB News. But if you said that on the woke stream media, oh, you you mark my words, you'd you'd be you'd be cancelled. Cancel culture is coming for those who don't like Stephen Mulhern because I've decided it is. So it is. I could get a talking head roll on GB News. They want a talking head just to say any old rubbish. I'll have to look into that anyway. Charlotte says my local council has stopped collecting our bins. Alec, this is a national travesty. These bin men want a Christmas bonus, yet they don't even collect your bins in the middle of February. And I'm not just talking about the black bin, but the blue bin and the green bin. They're not being collected either. What about these companies advertising bin, uh, bin cleaning services? What's up with that? I demand an investigation. Again, thank you for bringing this to my attention, Charlotte. Um, uh, I mean... You say it's a national travesty that your council's not collecting your bins, but I feel like this is the definition of a local travesty it's inconvenient for you and maybe others in your area but but i mean not me um are you sure you're not just like putting the wrong bins out have you missed bin day is that is that what's what's going on or uh, maybe you've, you've like not sorted your recycling 
Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm back in character. What I mean is, they're not collecting your bins because you're not giving in to the, the woke recycling schemes that councils force you to do in this police state. And that's why they're punishing you for refusing to recycle. That's it. And the mainstream media won't report this. No, they won't. <sighs> Man, it's, it's actually kind of exhausting being a, like a, a reactionary. I don't think a, a job on GB News is for me, to be honest, but thank you for these very important scandals and controversies that aren't being reported by the... I can't even be bothered to say mainstream media again. It's, being being a, a contrarian is effort. I, I'm not interested anymore. It was a nice idea, but, but no, nah, I don't think GB News is for me. Right, we'll find out what's going on in a second, but first, new music, Sam Fisher and Demi Lovato. This is What Other People Say on Wizard Radio. Sam Fisher, Demi Lovato, What Other People Say. It's Alec. Miles Mikulski is here in about 10 minutes' time. Not before we find out what's going on. So every week I play you a bit of, a bit of audio, just a sound, a collection of sounds, a clip from something I found somewhere deep on the internet and I've taken it completely from context. You can't see it, you can only hear it and even listening to it, it just sounds completely chaotic. You can't really work out what's happening and I just ask you to to try. Work out what on earth is happening. Use your imagination, use your reasoning, your logic, all of these skills to try and find out what's happening in this sort of 15 second clip. And this week... This is what we are trying to decipher. Man, my ears, what, what is that? That's not, that's not music. Not how I know music anyway. But what is happening there? Um, we've had some suggestions, so let's go through them and see whether they're anywhere near the mark. Uh, Matt says, I know what's going on. I saw this video once before. It's Elton John's performance at that Global Citizens concert during the first lockdown. Do you remember the one that was that was really bad and he sort of lost all of his vowels? It's that, but it's purely the piano feed. They've separated it so you can't hear him singing. This is just the sound of his fingers hitting the piano keys. It's the only thing that could make sense. I love how I know exactly what you're talking about, Matt. Purely based on that message. I remember seeing that. I'm quite obsessed with that that clip. I think we've actually had it on what's going on before. But that's not the live feed of Elton John's piano from that performance. <laughs> I feel like the piano was actually alright. It was just the, the words that he wasn't quite up to scratch with anymore. But... A very nice guess. Um, if anything, it's 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 quite a lot worse than that. I feel like the the thing that is making that noise um, makes even that performance by Elton John look very good. That's what I'll say for now. Reese says, I don't know why this clip. It reminds me of one of those like really tacky arcades. You know the ones they have at bowling alleys and stuff that are just for really young kids. The music is really tinny. There are really loud sound effects coming from the arcade machines. I think the clip is for. An, of an arcade with kids playing the game just like pinball or something like that because of the tapping sound in the clip oh yeah i know exactly the kind you're talking about they have them on piers as well if you ever go to the coast i i went to blackpool it was in the summer when like the the pandemic all the lockdowny stuff was eased a bit but i sort of i didn't really want to go to the arcade i just really needed a wee 
So I had to venture inside. Oh my god, never again. That was a, a horrible experience all around. <laughs> if anything, hearing that has given me flashbacks to that. But anyway, it's not that. It's not a really tacky arcade. Although I, I can totally hear it. It's the like the tinniness of the sound, the weird and how cheesiness of it. But no, it's not. It's not that. But I, I like your thinking. Georgia has a suggestion. You know that scene from Big where Tom Hanks dances on that piano that's on the ground. I think it's someone trying to recreate that scene, maybe like a small kid or an animal. It's just not going very well. It sounds like someone really amateur trying to play the piano really weirdly and maybe not using their hands, using tap shoes or something like that. Oh, Georgia. George, what, an, what an interesting message. You're actually, you're actually doing fairly well here, so let's go through this. First of all, um, I've never seen the film Big with Tom Hanks, so I don't know whether <clears throat> whether that is anywhere near what's happening. But when you say someone just like dancing on a piano on the ground, that that might be kind of close. When you say a small kid or an animal, that's that's even closer. Um, and a video of someone trying to play the piano weirdly, not using their hands. Yeah, there are no hands involved. So you're actually kind of close using tap shoes. It's not tap shoes that are being used to play this this keyboard because it is a keyboard, but it's a, I suppose it's quite similar. And actually, Mo Mo's got it. Mo's worked it out exactly. Mo says this reminds me of one of those videos that went viral in like the early days of the internet. The the kind that fits into the genre, animals doing funny things. Is it some sort of animal trying to play the piano? I don't know what animal it would be. I feel like it would be a pig or something like that. But I don't think that pigs have nails on their feet. So I don't know if that would make the sort of the tapping sound that you heard. Oh yeah, it was like a little like... In, in, the, in the clip. Um, he says, my final answer. Is it an animal playing a toy piano? I think Mo has probably seen the exact same clip that I've taken the what's going on from today. Because... You are completely right. Let's hear it one more time. It's a pig playing the piano, everybody. Oh, man, it's bad. But yeah, that's what it was. I think the pig is called... It's either called tiny teacup or the species is tiny teacup it might be the species it was uploaded to youtube on the 25th of may 2010 <laughs> so it is exactly what mo said it was so well done well done to george as well for sort of getting on the right lines it was a pig it was playing a toy keyboard it was kind of stamping on it with its little trotters so almost kind of like tap shoes like georgia said but that is what it was it was a toy piano being played by a pig <laughs> So well done, that concludes what's going on. Congratulations on actually getting it correct for once, Mo. Nobody normally gets these. So good job. Right, I'm out of here. What a 177th episode extravaganza it has been. There were highs, there were lows, but we don't talk about the, the chocolate bit of the show. And I've had a lovely time. And if you want to get the 100th edition of the podcast, that will be on iTunes and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Acast fairly soon after the show is done so you can enjoy that if you've missed anything except don't don't bother with the the bit about chocolate that was that was like i said rubbish thank you for listening i'll be back next week if you fancy some sort of like throwbacky songs every friday 3 till 4 p.m i'm on and i just play what i want 
the greatest hits of the sort of the 2010s. So check out the weekly mixtape with me if you fancy. And we'll do it all again on Saturday, 3 till 5 p.m. right here, live. Come hang out with me. It'll be fun. Mars Bukowski is coming up next on Wizard Radio. But first, here's the Kid Leroy and without you. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.